Section 17 of the Dewey Reims New Testament. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 17. Second Corinthians chapter 4. The sincerity of his preaching. His comfort in his afflictions. Therefore, seeing we have this ministration according as we have obtained mercy, we faint not but we renounce the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor adulterating the word of God, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. And if our gospel be also hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of unbelievers, that the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should not shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Jesus Christ our Lord, and ourselves your servants through Jesus. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of god in the face of christ jesus but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency may be of the power of god and not of us in all things we suffer tribulation but are not distressed we are straitened but are not destitute we suffer persecution, but are not forsaken. We are cast down, but we perish not. Always bearing about in our body the mortification of Jesus, that the life also of Jesus may be made manifest in our bodies. For we who live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus may be made manifest in our mortal flesh. So then death worketh in us but life in you but having the same spirit of faith as it is written i believed for which cause i have spoken we also believe for which cause we speak also knowing that he who raised up jesus will raise us up also with jesus and place us with you for all things are for your sakes that the grace abounding through many may abound in thanksgiving unto the glory of god for which cause we faint not but though our outward man is corrupted yet the inward man is renewed day by day for that which is at present momentary and light of our tribulation worketh for us above measure exceedingly an eternal weight of glory while we look not at the things which are seen but at the things which are not seen for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Second Corinthians chapter 5 He is willing to leave his earthly mansion to be with the Lord, his charity to the Corinthians. For we know, if our earthly house of this habitation be dissolved, that we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in heaven, for in this also we groan, desiring to be clothed upon with our habitation that is from heaven. Yet so that we be found clothed, not naked. For we also, who are in this tabernacle, do groan, being burdened. 
because we would not be unclothed but clothed upon that that which is mortal may be swallowed up by life now he that maketh us for this very thing is god who hath given us the pledge of the spirit therefore having always confidence knowing that while we are in the body we are absent from the lord for we walk by faith and not by sight but we are confident and have a good will to be absent rather from the body and to be present with the lord and therefore we labor whether absent or present to please him for we must all be manifested before the judgment seat of christ that every one may receive the proper things of the body according as he hath done whether it be good or evil footnote the proper things of the body in the particular judgment immediately after death the soul is rewarded or punished according to what it has done in the body End of footnote. knowing therefore the fear of the lord we use persuasion to men but to god we are manifest and i trust also that in your consciences we are manifest we commend not ourselves again to you but give you occasion to glory in our behalf that you may have somewhat to answer them who glory in face and not in heart for whether we are transported in mind it is to god or whether we be sober it is for you for the charity of christ presseth us judging this that if one died for all then all were dead and christ died for all that they also who live may not now live to themselves but unto him who died for them and rose again whence for henceforth we know no man according to the flesh and if we have known christ according to the flesh but now we know him so no longer footnote we know no man according to the flesh that is we consider not any man with regard to his nation family kindred or other natural qualities or advantages but only with relation to christ and according to the order of divine charity in god and for god the apostle adds that even with respect to christ himself he now no longer considers him according to the flesh by taking a satisfaction in his being his countrymen his affection being now purified from all such earthly considerations and a footnote if then any be in christ a new creature the old things are passed away behold all things are made new but all things are of god who hath reconciled us to himself by christ and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation for god indeed was in christ reconciling the world to himself not imputing to them their sins and he hath placed in us the word of reconciliation for christ therefore we are ambassadors god as it were exhorting by us for christ we beseech you be reconciled to god him who knew no sin he hath made sin for us that we might be made the justice of god in him footnote sin for us that is to be a sin offering a victim for sin and a footnote
second corinthians chapter six he exhorts them to a correspondence with god's grace and not to associate with unbelievers and we helping do exhort you that you receive not the grace of god in vain for he saith in an accepted time have i heard thee and in the day of salvation have i helped thee behold now is the acceptable time behold now is the day of salvation giving no offence to any man that our ministry be not blamed but in all things let us exhibit ourselves as the ministers of god in much patience in tribulation in necessities in distresses in stripes in prisons in seditions in labours in watchings in fastings in chastity in knowledge in long-suffering in sweetness in the holy ghost in charity unfeigned in the word of truth in the power of god by the armour of justice on the right hand and on the left by honour and dishonour by evil report and good report as deceivers and yet true as unknown and yet known as dying and behold we live as chastised and not killed as sorrowful yet always rejoicing as needy yet enriching many as having nothing and possessing all things our mouth is open to you o ye corinthians our heart is enlarged you are not straitened in us but in your own bowels you are straitened but having the same recompense i speak as to my children be you also enlarged bear not the yoke with unbelievers for what participation hath justice with injustice or what fellowship hath light with darkness and what concord hath christ with belial or what part hath the faithful with the unbeliever and what agreement hath the temple of god with idols for you are the temple of the living god as god saith i will dwell in them and walk among them and i will be their god and they shall be my people wherefore go out from among them and be ye separate saith the lord and touch not the unclean thing and i will receive you and will be a father to you and you shall be my sons and daughters saith the lord almighty second corinthians chapter seven the apostles affection for the corinthians his comfort and joy on their account having therefore these promises dearly beloved let us cleanse ourselves from all defilement of the flesh and of the spirit perfecting sanctification in the fear of god receive us we have injured no man we have corrupted no man we have overreached no man i speak not this to your condemnation for we have said before that you are in our hearts to die together and to live together great is my confidence for you great is my glorying for you i am filled with comfort i exceedingly abound with joy in all our tribulation for also when we were come into macedonia our flesh had no rest but we suffered all tribulation combats without fears within but god who comforteth the humble comforted us by the coming of titus 
and not by his coming only but also by the consolation wherewith he was comforted in you relating to us your desire your mourning your zeal for me so that i rejoiced the more for although i made you sorrowful by my epistle i do not repent and if i did repent seeing that the same epistle although but for a time did make you sorrowful now i am glad not because you were made sorrowful but because you were made sorrowful unto penance for you were made sorrowful according to god that you might suffer damage by us in nothing for the sorrow that is according to god worketh penance steadfast unto salvation but the sorrow of the world worketh death for behold this selfsame thing that you were made sorrowful according to god how great carefulness it worketh in you yea defence yea indignation yea fear yea desire yea zeal yea revenge in all things you have showed yourselves to be undefiled in the matter wherefore although i wrote to you it was not for his sake that did the wrong nor for him that suffered it but to manifest our carefulness that we have for you before god therefore we were comforted but in our consolation we did the more abundantly rejoice for the joy of titus because his spirit was refreshed by you all and if i have boasted anything to him of you i have not been put to shame but as we have spoken all things to you in truth so also our boasting that was made to titus is found a truth and his bowels are more abundantly towards you remembering the obedience of you all how with fear and trembling you received him i rejoice that in all things i have confidence in you i rejoice that in all things i have confidence in you second corinthians chapter eight he exhorts them to contribute bountifully to relieve the poor of jerusalem now we make known unto you brethren the grace of god that hath been given in the churches of macedonia that in much experience of tribulation they have had abundance of joy and their very deep poverty hath abounded unto the riches of their simplicity footnote simplicity that is sincere bounty and charity and a footnote for according to their power i bear them witness and beyond their power they were willing with much entreaty begging of us the grace and communication of the ministry that is done towards the saints and now as we hoped but they gave their own selves first to the lord then to us by the will of god insomuch that we desired titus that as he had begun so also he would finish among you this same grace that as in all things you abound in faith and word and knowledge and all carefulness moreover also in your charity towards us so in this grace also you may abound i speak not as commanding but by the carefulness of others approving also the good disposition of your charity 
for you know the grace of our lord jesus christ that being rich he became poor for your sakes that through his poverty you might be rich and herein i give my advice for this is profitable for you who have begun not only to do but also to be willing a year ago now therefore perform ye it also indeed that as your mind is forward to be willing so it may be also to perform out of that which you have for if the will be forward it is accepted according to that which a man hath not according to that which he hath not for i mean not that others should be eased and you burdened but by an equality in this present time let your abundance supply their want that their abundance also may supply your want that there may be an equality as it is written he that had much had nothing over and he that had little had no want and thanks be to god who hath given the same carefulness for you in the heart of titus for indeed he accepted the exhortation but being more careful of his own will he went unto you we have sent also with him the brother whose praise is in the gospel through all the churches and not that only but he was also ordained by the churches companion of our travels for this grace which is administered by us to the glory of the lord and our determined will avoiding this lest any man should blame us in this abundance which is administered by us for we forecast what may be good not only before god but also before men and we have sent with them our brother also whom we have often proved diligent in many things but now much more diligent with much confidence in you either for titus who is my companion and fellow-laborer towards you or our brethren the apostles of the church the glory of christ wherefore show ye to them in the sight of the churches the evidence of your charity and of our boasting on your behalf second corinthians chapter nine a further exhortation to alms-giving the fruits of it for concerning the ministry that is done towards the saints it is superfluous for me to write unto you for i know your forward mind for which i boast of you to the macedonians that achaia also is ready from the year past and your emulation hath provoked very many now i have sent the brethren that the thing which we boast of concerning you be not made void in this behalf that as i have said you may be ready lest when the macedonians shall come with me and find you unprepared we not to say ye should be ashamed in this matter therefore i thought it necessary to desire the brethren that they would go to you before and prepare this blessing before promised to be ready so as a blessing not as covetousness now this i say he who soweth sparingly shall also reap sparingly 
and he who soweth in blessings shall also reap blessings every one as he hath determined in his heart not with sadness or of necessity for god loveth a cheerful giver and god is able to make all grace abound in you that ye always having all sufficiently in all things may abound in every good work as it is written he hath dispersed abroad he hath given to the poor his justice remaineth for ever and he that ministereth seed to the sower will both give you bread to eat and will multiply your seed and increase the growth of the fruits of your justice that being enriched in all things you may abound unto all simplicity which worketh through us thanksgiving to god because the administration of this office doth not only supply the want of the saints but aboundeth also by many thanksgivings in the lord by the proof of this ministry glorifying god for the obedience of your confession unto the gospel of christ and for the simplicity of your communicating unto them and unto all and in their praying for you being desirous of you because of the excellent grace of god in you thanks be to god for his unspeakable gift second corinthians chapter ten to stop the calumny and boasting of false apostles he set forth the power of his apostleship now i paul myself beseech you by the mildness and modesty of christ who in presence indeed am lowly among you but being absent am bold toward you but i beseech you that i may not be bold when i am present with that confidence wherewith i am thought to be bold against some who reckon us as if we walked according to the flesh for though we walk in the flesh we do not war according to the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty to god unto the pulling down of fortifications destroying councils and every height that exalteth itself against the knowledge of god and bringing into captivity every understanding unto the obedience of christ and having in readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience shall be fulfilled see the things that are according to outward appearance if any man trust to himself that he is christ's let him think this again with himself that as he is christ's so are we also for if also i should boast somewhat more of our power which the lord hath given us unto edification and not for your destruction i should not be ashamed but that i may not be thought as it were to terrify you by epistles for his epistles indeed say they are weighty and strong but his bodily presence is weak and his speech contemptible let such a one think this that such as we are in word by epistles when absent such also we will be indeed when present for we dare not match or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves 
but we measure ourselves by ourselves and compare ourselves with ourselves but we will not glory beyond our measure but according to the measure of the rule which god hath measured to us a measure to reach even unto you for we stretch not ourselves beyond our measure as if we reached not unto you for we are come as far as to you in the gospel of christ not glorying beyond measure in other men's labours but having hope of our increasing faith to be magnified in you according to our rule abundantly yea unto those places that are beyond you to preach the gospel not to glory in another man's rule in those things that are made ready to our hand but he that glorieth let him glory in the lord for not he who commendeth himself is approved but he whom god commendeth second corinthians chapter eleven he is forced to commend himself and his labours lest the corinthians should be imposed upon by the false apostles would to god you could bear with some little of my folly but do bear with me footnote my folly so he calls his reciting his own praises which commonly speaking is looked upon as a piece of folly and vanity though the apostle was constrained to do it for the good of the souls committed to his charge and a footnote for i am jealous of you with the jealousy of god for i have espoused you to one husband that i may present you as a chaste virgin to christ but i fear lest as the serpent seduced eve by his subtlety so your minds should be corrupted and fall from the simplicity that is in christ for if he that cometh preacheth another christ whom we have not preached or if you receive another spirit whom you have not received or another gospel which you have not received you might well bear with him for i suppose that i have done nothing less than the great apostles for although i be rude in speech yet not in knowledge but in all things we have been made manifest to you or did i commit a fault humbling myself that you might be exalted because i preached unto you the gospel of god freely i have taken from other churches receiving wages of them for your ministry and when i was present with you and wanted i was chargeable to no man for that which was wanting to me the brethren supplied who came from macedonia and in all things i have kept myself from being burthensome to you and so i will keep myself the truth of christ is in me that this glorying shall not be broken off in me in the regions of achaia wherefore because i love you not god knoweth it but what i do that i will do that i may cut off the occasion from them that desire occasion that wherein they glory they may be found even as we for such false apostles are deceitful workmen transforming themselves into the apostles of christ and no wonder for satan himself transformeth himself into an angel of light 
therefore it is no great thing if his ministers be transformed as the ministers of justice whose end shall be according to their works i say again let no man think me to be foolish otherwise take me as one foolish that i also may glory a little that which i speak i speak not according to god but as it were in foolishness in this matter of glorying seeing that many glory according to the flesh i will glory also for you gladly suffer the foolish whereas yourselves are wise for you suffered if a man bring you into bondage if a man devour you if a man take from you if a man be lifted up if a man strike you on the face i seek according to dishonour as if we had been weak in this part wherein if any man dare i speak foolishly i dare also they are hebrews so am i they are israelites so am i they are the seed of abraham so am i they are the ministers of christ i speak as one less wise i am more in many more labors in prisons more frequently in stripes above measure in deaths often of the jews five times did i receive forty stripes save one thrice was i beaten with rods once i was stoned thrice i suffered shipwreck a night and a day i was in the depth of the sea in journeying often in perils of waters in perils of robbers in perils from my own nation in perils from the gentiles in perils in the city in perils in the wilderness in perils in the sea in perils from false brethren in labor and painfulness in such watchings in hunger and thirst in fastings often in cold and nakedness besides those things which are without my daily instance the solicitude for all the churches footnote my daily instance the labors that come in and press upon me every day and a footnote who is weak and i am not weak who is scandalized and i am not on fire if i must needs glory i will glory of the things that concern my infirmity the god and father of our lord jesus christ who is blessed for ever knoweth that i lie not at damascus the governor of the nation under aretas the king guarded the city of the damascenes to apprehend me and through a window in a basket was i let down by the wall and so escaped his hands second corinthians chapter twelve his raptures and revelations his being buffeted by satan his fear for the corinthians if i must glory it is not expedient indeed but i will come to visions and revelations of the lord i know a man in christ above fourteen years ago whether in the body i know not or out of the body i know not god knoweth such a one caught up to the third heaven and i know such a man whether in the body or out of the body i know not god knoweth that he was caught up into paradise and 
heard secret words which it is not granted to man to utter for such an one i will glory but for myself i will glory nothing but in my infirmities for though i should have a mind to glory i shall not be foolish for i will say the truth but i forbear lest any man should think of me above that which he seeth in me or anything he heareth from me and lest the greatness of the revelations should exalt me there was given me a sting of my flesh an angel of satan to buffet me for which thing thrice i besought the lord that it might depart from me and he said to me my grace is sufficient for thee for power is made perfect in infirmity gladly therefore will i glory in my infirmities that the power of christ may dwell in me footnote power is made perfect the strength and power of god more perfectly shines forth in our weakness and infirmity as the more weak we are of ourselves the more illustrious is his grace in supporting us and giving us the victory under all trials and conflicts for which cause i please myself in my infirmities in reproaches in necessities in persecutions in distresses for christ for when i am weak then am i powerful i am become foolish you have compelled me for i ought to have been commended by you for i have no way come short of them that are above measure apostles although i be nothing yet the signs of my apostleship have been wrought on you in all patience in signs and wonders and mighty deeds for what is there that you have had less than the other churches but that i myself was not burthensome to you pardon me this injury behold now the third time i am ready to come to you and i will not be burthensome to you for i seek not the things that are yours but you for neither ought the children to lay up for the parents but the parents for the children but i most gladly will spend and be spent myself for your souls although loving you more i be loved less but be it so i did not burthen you but being crafty i caught you by guile did i overreach you by any of them whom i sent to you i desired titus and i sent with him a brother did titus overreach you did we not walk with the same spirit did we not in the same steps of old think you that we excuse ourselves to you we speak before god in christ but all things my dearly beloved for your edification for i fear lest perhaps when i come i shall not find you such as i would and that i shall be found by you such as you would not lest perhaps contentions envyings animosities dissensions detractions whisperings swellings seditions be among you lest again when i come god humble me among you and i mourn many of them that sinned before and have not done penance for the uncleanness and fornication and lasciviousness that they have committed
Second Corinthians chapter 13. He threatens the impenitent to provoke them to penance. Behold, this is the third time I am coming to you. In the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word stand. I have told before and foretell, as present and now absent, to them that sinned before and to all the rest, that if I come again I will not spare. Do you seek a proof of Christ that speaketh in me, who towards you is not weak, but is mighty in you? For although he was crucified through weakness, yet he liveth by the power of God. For we also are weak in him, but we shall live with him by the power of God towards you. Try your own selves if you be in the faith. Prove ye yourselves. Know you not your own selves that Christ Jesus is in you, unless perhaps you be reprobates. But I trust that you shall know that we are not reprobates. Now we pray God that you may do no evil, not that we may appear approved, but that you may do that which is good, and that we may be as reprobates, footnote, reprobates, that is, without proof, by having no occasion of showing our power in punishing you, and a footnote. For we can do nothing against the truth, but for the truth. For we rejoice that we are weak, and you are strong. This also we pray for, your perfection. Therefore I write these things, being absent, that being present, I may not deal more severely according to the power which the Lord hath given me unto edification, and not unto destruction. For the rest, brethren, rejoice, be perfect, take exhortation, be of one mind, have peace, and the God of grace and of love shall be with you. Salute one another with a holy kiss. All the saints salute you, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the charity of God, and the communication of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. The Epistle of St. Paul to the Galatians the Galatians, soon after St. Paul had preached the gospel to them, were seduced by some false teachers who had been Jews and who were for obliging all Christians, even those who had been Gentiles, to observe circumcision and the other ceremonies of the Mosaic law. In this epistle, he refutes the pernicious doctrine of those teachers and also their calumny against his mission and apostleship the subject matter of this epistle is much the same as that to the romans it was written at ephesus about twenty-three years after our lord's ascension galatians chapter one he blames the galatians for suffering themselves to be imposed upon by new teachers the apostles calling paul an apostle not of men neither by man but by jesus christ and god the father who raised him from the dead and all the brethren who are with me to the churches of galatia grace be to you and peace from god the father and from our lord jesus christ
who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present wicked world according to the will of god and our father to whom is glory for ever and ever amen i wonder that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of christ unto another gospel which is not another only there are some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of christ but though we or an angel from heaven preach a gospel to you besides that which we have preached to you let him be anathema as we said before so now i say again if any one preach to you a gospel besides that which you have received let him be anathema for do i now persuade men or god or do i seek to please men if i yet pleased men i should not be the servant of christ for i give you to understand brethren that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man for neither did i receive it of man nor did i learn it but by the revelation of jesus christ for you have heard of my conversation in time past in the jews religion how that beyond measure i persecuted the church of god and wasted it and i made progress in the jews religion above many of my equals in my own nation being more abundantly zealous for the traditions of my fathers but when it pleased him who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me that i might preach him among the gentiles immediately i condescended not to flesh and blood neither went i to jerusalem to the apostles who were before me but i went into arabia and again i returned to damascus and then after three years i went to jerusalem to see peter and i tarried with him fifteen days but other of the apostles i saw none saving james the brother of the lord now the things which i write to you behold before god i lie not afterwards i came into the regions of syria and cilicia and i was unknown by face to the churches of judea which were in christ but they had heard only he who persecuted us in times past doth now preach the faith which once he impugned and they glorified god in me galatians chapter two the apostles preaching was approved of by the other apostles the gentiles were not to be constrained to the observance of the law then after fourteen years i went up again to jerusalem with barnabas taking titus also with me and i went up according to revelation and communicated to them the gospel which i preach among the gentiles but apart to them who seemed to be something lest perhaps i should run or had run in vain but neither titus who was with me being a gentile was compelled to be circumcised but because of false brethren unawares brought in who came in privately to spy our liberty which we have in christ jesus that they might bring us 
into servitude to whom we yielded not by subjection no not for an hour that the truth of the gospel might continue with you but of them who seemed to be something what they were sometime it is nothing to me god accepteth not the person of man for to me they that seemed to be something added nothing but contrariwise when they had seen that to me was committed the gospel of the uncircumcision as to peter was that of the circumcision footnote the gospel of the uncircumcision the preaching of the gospel to the uncircumcised that is to the gentiles st paul was called in an extraordinary manner to be the apostle of the gentiles st peter besides his general commission over the whole flock see john chapter twenty one verse fifteen etc had a peculiar charge of the people of the circumcision that is of the jews and a footnote for he who wrought in peter to the apostleship of the circumcision wrought in me also among the gentiles and when they had known the grace that was given to me james and cephas and john who seemed to be pillars gave to me and barnabas the right hands of fellowship that we should go unto the gentiles and they unto the circumcision only that we should be mindful of the poor which same thing also i was careful to do but when cephas was come to antioch i withstood him to the face because he was to be blamed footnote i withstood etc the fault that is here noted in the conduct of st peter was only a certain imprudence in withdrawing himself from the table of the gentiles for fear of giving offence to the jewish converts but this in such circumstances when his so doing might be of ill consequence to the gentiles who might be induced thereby to think themselves obliged to conform to the jewish way of living to the prejudice of their christian liberty neither was st paul's reprehending him any argument against his supremacy for in such cases an inferior may and sometimes ought with respect to admonish his superior and a footnote for before that some came from james he did eat with the gentiles but when they were come he withdrew and separated himself fearing them who were of the circumcision and to this dissimulation the rest of the jews consented so that barnabas also was led by them into that dissimulation but when i saw that they walked not uprightly unto the truth of the gospel i said to cephas before them all if thou being a jew livest after the manner of the gentiles and not as the jews do how dost thou compel the gentiles to live as do the jews we by nature are jews and not of the gentiles sinners but knowing that man is not justified by the works of the law but by the faith of jesus christ we also believe in christ jesus that we may be justified by the faith of christ and not by the works of the law because by the works of the law no flesh shall be justified 
But if, while we seek to be justified in Christ, we ourselves also are found sinners, is Christ then the minister of sin? God forbid. For if I build up again the things which I have destroyed, I make myself a prevaricator. For I, through the law, am dead to the law, that I may live to God. With Christ I am nailed to the cross." And I live now not I, but Christ liveth in me, and that I live now in the flesh. I live in the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and delivered himself for me. I cast not away the grace of God, for if justice be by the law, then Christ died in vain. Galatians chapter 3 The Spirit and the Blessing Promised to Abraham cometh not by the law, but by faith. O senseless Galatians, who hath bewitched you that you should not obey the truth, before whose eyes Jesus Christ hath been set forth, crucified among you. This only would I learn of you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law, or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish that whereas you began in the spirit you would now be made perfect by the flesh have you suffered so great things in vain if it be yet in vain he therefore who giveth to you the spirit and worketh miracles among you doth he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of the faith as it is written abraham believed god and it was reputed to him unto justice Know ye therefore that they who are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God justifieth the Gentiles by faith, told unto Abraham before, In thee shall all nations be blessed. Therefore they that are of faith shall be blessed with faithful Abraham. For as many as are of the works of the law are under a curse, for it is written, Cursed is every one that abideth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. But that in the law no man is justified with God, it is manifest, because the just man liveth by faith. But the law is not of faith, but he that doth those things shall live in them. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is every one that hangeth on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, that we may receive the promise of the Spirit by faith. Brethren, I speak after the manner of man, yet a man's testament, if it be confirmed, no man despiseth, nor addeth to it. To Abraham were the promises made, and to his seed. He saith not, and to his seeds as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed which is Christ. Now this I say, that the testament which was confirmed by God, the law which was made after four hundred and thirty years, doth not disannul, to make the promise of no effect. 
for if the inheritance be of the law it is no more of promise but god gave it to abraham by promise why then was the law it was set because of transgressions until the seed should come to whom he made the promise being ordained by angels in the hand of a mediator footnote because of transgressions to restrain them from sin by fear and threats ordained by angels the law was delivered by angels speaking in the name and person of god to moses who was the mediator on this occasion between god and the people and a footnote now a mediator is not of one but god is one was the law then against the promises of god god forbid for if there had been a law given which could give life verily justice should have been by the law but the scripture hath concluded all under sin that the promise by the faith of jesus christ might be given to them that believe footnote hath concluded all under sin that is hath declared all to be under sin from which they could not be delivered but by faith in jesus christ the promised seed and a footnote but before the faith came we were kept under the law shut up unto that faith which was to be revealed wherefore the law was our pedagogue in christ that we might be justified by faith footnote pedagogue that is schoolmaster conductor or instructor and a footnote but after the faith is come we are no longer under a pedagogue for you are all the children of god by faith in christ jesus for as many of you as have been baptized in christ have put on christ there is neither jew nor greek there is neither bond nor free there is neither male nor female for you are all one in christ jesus footnote neither jew etc there is no distinction of jew etc and a footnote and if you be christ's then you are the seed of abraham heirs according to the promise galatians chapter four christ has freed us from the servitude of the law we are the freeborn sons of abraham as long as the heir is a child he differeth nothing from a servant though he be lord of all but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed by the father so we also when we were children were serving under the elements of the world footnote under the elements etc that is under the first rudiments of religion in which the carnal jews were trained up or under those corporeal creatures used in their manifold rites sacrifices and sacraments and a footnote but when the fullness of time was come god sent his son made of a woman made under the law that he might redeem them who were under the law that we might receive the adoption of sons and because you are sons god hath sent the spirit of his son into your hearts crying abba father therefore now he is not a servant but a son and if a son an heir also through god but then indeed not knowing god you served them who by nature are not gods 
But now, after that you have known God, or rather are known by God, how turn you again to the weak and needy elements which you desire to serve again? You observe days and months and times and years. Footnote. You observe days, etc. He speaks not of the observation of the Lord's day or other Christian festivals, but either of the superstitious observation of days lucky and unlucky, or else of the Jewish festivals, to the observance of which certain Jewish teachers sought to induce the Galatians. End of footnote. I am afraid of you, lest perhaps I have labored in vain among you. Be ye as I, because I also am as you, brethren, I beseech you. You have not injured me at all, and you know how, through infirmity of the flesh, I preached the gospel to you heretofore, and your temptation in my flesh. You despised not, nor rejected, but received me as an angel of God, even as Christ Jesus. Where is then your blessedness? For I bear you witness that, if it could be done, you would have plucked out your own eyes, and would have given them to me. And then I became your enemy, because I tell you the truth. They are zealous in your regard not well. But they would exclude you, that you might be zealous for them. But be zealous for that which is good in a good thing always, and not only when I am present with you. My little children, of whom I am in labor again, until Christ be formed in you. And I would willingly be present with you now and change my voice, because I am ashamed for you. Tell me, you that desire to be under the law, have you not read the law? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, the one by a bondwoman and the other by a free woman. But he who was of the bondwoman was born according to the flesh. But he of the free woman was by promise, which things are said by an allegory, for these are the two testaments, the one from Mount Sinai, engendering unto bondage, which is Agar. For Sinai is a mountain in Arabia, which hath affinity to that Jerusalem which now is, and is in bondage with her children. But that Jerusalem which is above is free, which is our mother. For it is written, Rejoice, thou barren, thou bearest not, break forth, and cry thou that travailest not. For many are the children of the desolate, more than of her that hath a husband. Now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. But as then he that was born according to the flesh persecuted him that was after the spirit, so also it is now. But what saith the scripture? Cast out the bondwoman and her son, for the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman. So then, brethren, we are not the children of the bondwoman, but of the free. By the freedom wherewith Christ has made us free. Galatians chapter 5 he exhorts them to stand to their Christian liberty, 
of the fruits of the flesh and of the spirit stand fast and be not held again under the yoke of bondage behold i paul tell you that if you be circumcised christ shall profit you nothing and i testify again to every man circumcising himself that he is a debtor to do the whole law you are made void of christ you who are justified in the law you are fallen from grace for we in spirit by faith wait for the hope of justice for in christ jesus neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision but faith that worketh by charity you did run well what hath hindered you that you should not obey the truth this persuasion is not from him that calleth you a little leaven corrupteth the whole lump i have confidence in you in the lord that you will not be of another mind but he that troubleth you shall bear the judgment whosoever he be and i brethren if i yet preach circumcision why do i yet suffer persecution then is the scandal of the cross made void i would they were even cut off who trouble you for you brethren have been called unto liberty only make not liberty an occasion to the flesh but by charity of the spirit serve one another for all the law is fulfilled in one word thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself but if you bite and devour one another take heed you be not consumed one of another i say then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh for the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh for these are contrary one to another so that you do not the things that you would but if you are led by the spirit you are not under the law now the works of the flesh are manifest which are fornication uncleanness immodesty luxury idolatry witchcrafts enmities contentions emulations wraths quarrels dissensions sects envies murders drunkenness revelings and such like of the which i foretell you as i have foretold to you that they who do such things shall not obtain the kingdom of god but the fruit of the spirit is charity joy peace patience benignity goodness longanimity mildness faith modesty continency chastity against such there is no law and they that are christ's have crucified their flesh with the vices and concupiscences if we live in the spirit let us also walk in the spirit let us not be made desirous of vainglory provoking one another envying one another end of section seventeen